0: Pleasant Sunday morning to all of you. Good morning. If you have a seatmate, can you just say good morning to that seatmate? Or, Hawazaki. Oh, this is the, lay, the day that the Lord has made. In Psalm 89, verse 8, it says, Who is like you, Lord God Almighty? You, Lord, are mighty, and your faithfulness surrounds you. Let us begin our day standing up praising Him while reflecting on what He has done for us this past week. Let us sing these songs. this sinful world but yes even in his infinite power he loves you and me and he is here and let's lift it up even if you're shy you can just lift it up here or not just lift it up like this Bye.
1: God that is worthy of all our praise. Our Lord Jesus Christ, you have said, if you have seen me, you have seen the Father. And it is true, Lord, that you have revealed the Father to us. And what is the Lord's desire? What is the Father's desire? They are but one. And this is why, Lord, we lift up all our praises because the Father has given the honor to the Son. And those who honor you, our Lord Jesus Christ, honors not only you, but Him who sent you, and that is the Father. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you that we can come and worship you because truly, Lord... Our understanding of who you are produces in us a greater desire to worship you. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, our Lord and Savior, who have saved us and allow us this opportunity to be called your children. Lord, let the praises from the mouth of your children bring honor before you. Because this is what you have called us. This is why you have saved us. Help us, Lord, each day, wherever we are. Not just now when we are gathered together to praise and worship you. But every day of our lives, that we may always have a fresh understanding of your salvation, of your gospel that is so precious. Because it is the power of God that saves people. Lord, it is only when we understand this much. This is why, Lord, we pray that your people, Lord, let your church understand this. Help us to have a fresh view of your gospel each day. So that, Lord, our response will be just like what our brother Paul said, to offer our bodies, Lord, we offer our words, we offer our thoughts, we offer our actions. Each day, Lord, may we be a pleasing offering before you. Lord, let your people give praise to you through their lives. Call us, Lord, because you have saved us for this purpose. That we may be sanctified we may become like Christ. We may live each day looking forward to becoming more and more and more and more like our Savior, Jesus Christ. Lord, cause your people to rise. Cause your people, Lord, whether those who are sick, whether those who are in need, Lord, be glorified in their situations. Let them call out to the Lord and let their lives be a living testimony as, 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 a, as a blessing to others, Lord, because they know you. Yes, Lord, we pray for everyone here that our lives can be the true salt and light to the people around us, that they may see Christ in us. Lord, let this be the prayer of your church. Let this be our prayer continually, not just this morning, but every day, that your church, as we go out, we become your salt and light. We desire God more. And yes, Lord, because as, you, as your word has said, all the spiritual blessings in the heavenly realm was already made available to us. Lord, we know that these spiritual blessings will produce in us the fruit of the Spirit, will cause us to live a righteous life, a sanctified life. So teach us then, Lord, to rely on you and on you alone through your Spirit. Once more, Lord, as we uh, listen to your word, bless uh, Pastor Danny and Brother Darius. Let them be faithful continually in preaching your truth. And Father, help us to understand You more. Because it is when we truly understand You, then can only we truly love You. And then can we truly obey You. And then can we truly enjoy You. Thank You, Father, for this privilege that You have prepared for us. Be glorified in our worship this morning for you and you alone is our sole audience who deserve all praise and honor. This is our prayer in the mighty name of our Lord and Savior. Amen.
2: Happy Lord's Day to you, brothers and sisters in Christ, grace and peace to you from God the Father and of our Lord Jesus
3: Christ.
2: It is my hope and prayer that as we continue our series concerning our Savior Jesus Christ, you will come to that true saving faith through the Holy Spirit's work or you will grow deeper in your grace and knowledge of our Savior Jesus Christ.
3: And this is my
2: hope and prayer for our youth as well, as we strive to know Jesus more in our series on John's Gospel
3: please
2: pray for them as well as they learned this morning about jesus as the light of the world
3: isn't it that when
2: we attend important events such as conferences Conventions, competitions, and
3: concerts, we want the VIP all access. We want the best seats.
2: We want to see the performance unfold before our eyes. We want to have the chance to meet and greet the stars.
3: And the Philippines
2: is among the countries that is hosting the FIBA World Cup. And if you want the front row seats, it's very costly.
3: Philippines there are people I
2: know who are even willing to travel abroad or even pay for concerts that fetch up to five
3: digits. And for those
2: of us who can afford this or who pay for this, we would want to make every
3: peso count. Like in a VIP lounge,
2: we maximize the amenities and consume all that
3: we can. And these, some of us can afford. Uh, but among all the
2: access that we can possibly have today, there's one access that's
3: impossible for men to have on their own might.
2: No matter how rich you are, no matter how famous you are, no matter how good or deserving you think you are, no matter how brilliant you are, there's no way for you to even have the back seat, even a place
3: to stand. And that's the
2: direct access
3: to God, the Creator and King. This
2: one's personal and intimate access we have was broken because of sin as a result of man's disobedience, rebellion,
3: and treason. So we in ourselves cannot approach a holy God. So we in ourselves cannot approach a holy God.
2: If you think you can approach God on your own, it's just clear that you do not understand God's holiness and you do not understand
3: the wickedness of your own heart. But thanks be to God that in
2: Christ Jesus this access was fully restored and fully paid for in our
3: behalf. And it was not just a small payment that was required, but a large sum. A large sum. Yet, how
2: come many do not want to take advantage of this gracious access
3: and great privilege? Uh, many, people this kind of and this many make church
2: optional. Many do not pray. Many take God's word and presence
3: casually. Why? Was it because
2: somebody paid for it that we take this access for granted?
3: On the other
2: hand, there are those who insist to help pay for this direct access to God
3: when their contribution would just be in vain. Because
2: Jesus paid it all already. So if someone would offer you a free ticket to the front row seat to the FIBA game tonight, would you insist to pay
3: a portion of it? as we continue our series in knowing God to make him known we look into Jesus as our great high priest why is he great and why do we desperately need Christ
2: not only as our Savior but also as our great High Priest?
3: Kindly you open
2: your Bibles with me to our passage Hebrews 7 21 to 28,
3: and we'll also go back and forth from chapter 4 14 to 16 let's listen
2: to the reading of god's word verse 21 but this one was made a priest with an oath by the one who said to him the lord has sworn i will not change his mind you are a priest forever this makes jesus the guarantor of a better covenant the former priests were many in number separated from sinners, and exalted above the heavens. He has no need, like those high priests, to offer sacrifices daily, first for his own sins and then for those of the people, since he did this once for all when he offered up himself. For the law appoints men in their weaknesses as high priests, but the word of the oath, which came later than the law, appoints a son who has been made perfect, forever.
3: Uh, so 尤怨, caught your e, we in, gyu, chill, bo, May God bless the
2: reading of his word. This is our main idea. Jesus is our great high priest not only because he intercedes for us and gives us the direct access to God through his death, but he is also the once and for all time sacrifice for the full atonement of our sins guaranteeing our salvation.
3: Yeah, so so, why a high priest?
2: To have a better understanding, let's first take a look at why God's people have a need for Jesus to be our high
3: priest. Let's turn back a few
2: chapters. Hebrews 5 1, that summarizes the role of the high
3: priest. For every high priest chosen from among men is appointed
2: to act on behalf of men in relation to God, to offer gifts and
3: sacrifices for sins. No
2: ordinary person can enter the presence of God. So the Old Testament high priest was raised to offer gifts and sacrifices in behalf
3: of the people in relation to God. He was the mediator between God and man. So the
2: high priest would stand in the people's place offering sacrifices to satisfy God's justice and demonstrated His mercy by punishing an innocent animal in place of a guilty
3: Human being. Because
2: God is holy and man is sinful, he needs a mediator to intercede for him, which is the main role of the high
3: priest. So we can see that Jesus is no ordinary high priest. Let me ask this question. In
2: regards to the different teachings found in the Bible, do you know where many Christians lack knowledge or have misunderstandings?
3: In regards to the teaching
2: found in the Bible, in the many teachings, do you know where many believers lack knowledge or have
3: misunderstandings?
2: Let's look at first for non believers, they have wrong beliefs about Jesus, the Jesus of the
3: Bible. Non believers come up with their own version of Jesus.
2: A loving Savior who tolerates
3: sin.
2: But for believers, many lack knowledge and understanding of their soteriology.
3: And that's
2: the doctrine of salvation which we can safely say is connected to a lack of understanding on the finished and ongoing
3: work of Christ. Once you fail to understand
2: the Bible's teaching on salvation, you will always feel like you're walking on
3: eggshells. It's either you will
2: live with doubt and fear, or you will
3: live with arrogance. You So many Christians have this wrong idea about Jesus' work
2: in regards to our salvation.
3: They know
2: that by God's grace, Jesus died for their sins,
3: and by believing in Him, they are granted full pardon. Then Jesus' work ends there,
2: and everything else is up to them to
3: remain saved. It's like
2: Jesus is saying. I've done my part in suffering and dying for you. Now it's your turn to do your part.
3: But no, Jesus never said that. Scripture never taught that.. So, this shows a person's
2: lack of knowledge about the Jesus, the Jesus of the Bible.
3: This shows
2: a person's zero knowledge on Jesus as the high
3: priest.
2: Since our youth worship resumed, we have been doing a preaching series on John's
3: gospel. We are currently in John chapter 8. And in just eight chapters, We have learned more than
2: 20 different descriptions of our Lord Jesus Christ.
3: And so what? For what purpose?
2: John 20, 31. But these are written so that you may believe that Jesus is the Christ, the Son of God, and that by believing, you may have life in His
3: name. Do you think by knowing that
2: Jesus was born in a manger, that Jesus suffered and died and rose again, you fully know Him already, that you don't have to know anything else about our Savior.
3: Do you think by knowing
2: Jesus was born in a manger, He suffered and died and rose again, you fully know Him already, That you don't need to know anything else about your Savior.
3: Many people know these
2: things, but why aren't they here worshipping
3: with us? Many people know these
2: things, but why is their life's priority not to carry the cross but to carry on with their own life's dreams and
3: goals? We see me, why lang
2: and why is it that when they become busy with school or work what
3: do they say By god i'll see you after this term i'll see you
2: later jesus i'm having a life crisis I'm having a problem with my business and career.
3: So these
2: responses show that that person has
3: zero knowledge of Jesus as the great high priest. that Please turn with me to Hebrews 4, 14 to 16. Since then we have a great high priest who has passed through the
2: heavens, Jesus, the Son of God, let us hold fast our confession. For we do not have a high priest who is unable to sympathize with our weaknesses, but one who in every respect has been tempted as we are, yet without sin. Let us then, with confidence, draw near to the throne of grace, that we may receive mercy and find grace to help in
3: time of need. <laughs> So In verse 14 We Can See That
2: Jesus is no ordinary high priest because he secured our salvation.
3: And if you look
2: at our sermon passage in chapter 7, verse 22, this makes Jesus the guarantor of a better
3: covenant. The Greek word
2: for guarantor is enguos, and it only appears one time in the New Testament, and that's found here.
3: And the word enguos
2: was used in ancient legal documents for one who stands in security. And the Enguos offers his goods or even himself to ensure what was
3: promised. Enguos, Enguos, So
2: Jesus is the surety or the Enguos of God's
3: promise. He
2: has also passed through the heavens, means he is
3: now seated at the right hand of God. Christ
2: has already been exalted. Look at chapter 7, end of verse 26.
3: Exalted above the heavens. We have
2: an exalted guarantor, that is why we can and should hold on
3: to our confession. We have an exalted guarantor, that is why we can and should hold on to our confession.
2: And what's our confession? The truths we believe about God, His promises, Christ, the Son of God.
3: Jesus, the Son of God, was a title of Christ
2: very often repeated in our youth sermon series in the Gospel of
3: John to hold
2: fast to hold fast means not to let go no matter what struggles and battles we have in this
3: life we should
2: hold on as if our lives depend upon it for they
3: do last week
2: through the choir I was reminded of the hymn my hope is built on nothing less
3: and the second stanza goes like this when
2: darkness veils his lovely face I rest On his unchanging grace. In every high and stormy gale, my anchor holds within the
3: veil. Meditate on the lyrics we should know why and what we sing. So the
2: author persuades us more to consider Jesus in verses 15
3: to 16 of chapter 4. Jesus is no ordinary high priest because he became one of us. He stripped
2: himself of his kingly privileges and came as a lowly servant.
3: And because
2: of that, as our great high priest, he sympathizes
3: with us. Jesus is not someone who has
2: the perfect life just up there in his throne in heaven.
3: No, rather,
2: he suffered in every way a human could possibly suffer. That's why he can
3: sympathize and understand us. If you notice, both
2: in the Old and New Testaments, the high priests and the different leaders were distant to the people.
3: They were
2: corrupt, like the time of Eli, they don't even help the people they stole from
3: them. In the New Testament,
2: the religious leaders ask, why does your teacher sit and eat with tax collectors and
3: sinners? You know, there
2: will be times as a pastor myself, I will fail you to meet your expectation for me to understand you, to comfort you, and to encourage
3: you. But know that whether I do or do not,
2: you have the great high priest who sympathizes with
3: your weaknesses. Jesus will never fail you. Also,
2: we see that Jesus is no ordinary high priest because he has no sin in si Verse 15 of
3: chapter 4, one who in every respect has been tempted as we are, yet without sin. Verse if you turn to our passage, you will also find this in verses 26 to 27.
2: So, not only did Jesus suffer, he was also tempted in every way, yet he never
3: sinned. Jesus being holy
2: and sinless is very crucial for our
3: salvation.
2: For how can a sinner save a fellow sinner? In Matthew 15 14, Jesus was pertaining to the Pharisees when he said, If the blind lead the blind, both will fall into a pit.
3: Because the
2: Pharisees themselves were blinded by their own hypocrisy so that they
3: led the people astray. But not Jesus. Look at verse 26 in our passage.
2: That's why he was indeed fitting for us to have him
3: as our high priest. This is we meet, he is the
2: perfect fit for us
3: because he is sinless. He
2: is fitting because of the sacrifice he
3: offers. He is So he
2: offers himself as the sinless, spotless Lamb of God and the type of high priest that
3: he is. So here in the passage of verse
2: 26, we find a crescendo that has been building up
3: from the previous verses. Jesus The high priest,
2: holy, innocent, unstained, separated, and exalted.
3: No one in the past, present, and future can compare to Jesus. Look at verse 23.
2: The former priests were many in number. Because they were prevented by
3: death from continuing in office. No high
2: priest was able to hold their position forever because they have sinned
3: and they will also perish and in verse 27
2: before they intercede for others they had to cleanse themselves
3: first
2: so the high priest can possibly die if he did not properly wash himself before entering the holy of holies
3: but
2: not Jesus, because He is holy, innocent, unstained, separated and exalted, He will always be accepted by the Father as our mediator. That's why he can truly intercede for us..
3: That's why when you turn to chapter 416 and chapter 7
2: verse 25 the author is persuading us consider
3: Jesus
2: Jesus is better. Jesus is the best and only option
3: that we have. Let us then,
2: with confidence, draw near to the throne of grace that we may receive mercy and find
3: grace to help in time of need. <laughs> Consequently,
2: he is able to save to the uttermost those who draw near to God through him, since he always lives to make intercession for
3: them. <laughs>
2: Brothers and sisters in Christ, it is the throne of grace because it was purchased with a large sum by Jesus Christ.
3: It is the
2: throne of grace because we cannot purchase or contribute to have this
3: access. It is the
2: throne of grace because we deserve the just punishment for our
3: sins. It is the throne of
2: grace because
3: there is only one.
2: Draw near to the throne of grace, brothers and sisters in Christ, because Jesus is able to save to the
3: uttermost.
2: Before Jesus found you, you were just strangers and aliens to the covenants of
3: promise. But
2: now, but now in Christ Jesus, you who were once far off have been brought near by the blood of
3: Christ. And near means close at hand. And some VIP access
2: won't even guarantee
3: you a face to face meetup. But Jesus,
2: our Enguos, our guarantor, guarantees us unlimited access to God anytime, any day, any season. Any moment, each time we approach the throne of grace in prayer and praise because our risen Savior intercedes for us to this day. <laughs>
3: He secures
2: our salvation.
3: And one
2: last thing I want to observe in our passage is the word forever.
3: Forever appears five times in our
2: passage, verses
3: 3, 17, 21, 24, and 28.
2: Good news. Jesus is our high priest forever. The word forever may raise an eyebrow for many,
3: But we do need someone or something
2: that lasts forever for our
3: salvation. As human
2: beings, oftentimes, we want a quick-fix solution.
3: Whatever can immediately
2: appease our desperation, our sense of helplessness and hopelessness, we're
3: going to take that option.
2: If we have financial issues, let's take the fast cash option.
3: When we have illnesses, let's take the quick recovery option. When we're in our down moments, come on, motivate me. You don't need motivation, you need the gospel.
2: And Jesus is not offering you a temporary band-aid quick-fix solution, but a permanent and lasting salvation forever.
3: the yeah. so, uh,
2: a permanent and lasting salvation because he lives and reigns forever.
3: In we. In we. He lives and reigns forever. In we, Do you want a savior who suffered and
2: died just to put money in your bank account?
3: do you want a
2: savior that just can heal cancer
3: do you
2: want a savior who will only motivate
3: you but at the end
2: of the day you're still accountable for your sins before a holy God.
3: You, you remain a debtor. What is the real problem of our lives?
2: We are sinners. We have a broken relationship with God. We deserve to be punished for our sins through physical and eternal death. But Jesus came to free and save us permanently from the bondage of sin and eternal death so that you and I can have eternal life and eternal communion with God.
3: If you have been
2: attending Enmec for quite some time or maybe it's your first time here and you have not yet believed in the Lord Jesus Christ and that He can save you this invitation is for you.
3: Consider Jesus. both atheists
2: and people in different religions have one thing in common.
3: They don't have
2: a guarantee what will happen to them after
3: death. When
2: you ask them, no matter how devout they are in their worship, they don't know if they'll end up in
3: paradise. Do you know what will happen to you after death? The
2: Bible gives us plenty of answers about what awaits us after death. Not only that, the Bible offers
3: a guarantee.
2: Consider Jesus because in him we have a sure and steadfast anchor of our soul and our hope that enters the inner place behind the curtain and that's before the presence of a holy God. <laughs>
3: And to those
2: of us who are believers who believe in the Lord Jesus Christ. Draw near to God. Draw near to the throne of grace.
3: I am
2: pleading to you, do not take Sunday worship for
3: granted because this access was purchased by Christ with a big sum. No
2: more curtain, no more room called the Holy of Holies, no need for a physical high priest to intercede for you, no need to offer sacrifices because your worship will be accepted.
3: Boko u hige bana, Boko u hige so e bang Boko su yao u yokte e dwajesi, we did like you to, di e kyang pai u tang jabla. As believers, you can directly draw close to God. Tia tsi, hige sin do, nansi u tang tichap like out, tinkun shong te. Draw near to
2: God, do not skip church.
3: Don't make church optional. Do you think
2: God is missing out when you skip church? No,
3: you're the one missing out on His grace you're
2: going to earn extra income on the Lord's Day in exchange for this access purchased with a large sum.
3: You're choosing
2: to compete on a Sunday morning for a medal or trophy that will rust in exchange for what Jesus purchased for you. With a large
3: sum. You're choosing
2: to worship God online when you are able to come and that you can even have the front row seat.
3: When I hope we can have
2: our front row seats filled in our next and succeeding Lord's Day worship. It's a
3: privilege. Draw nearer to God
2: when you're undergoing trials and suffering.
3: Why is it that
2: many believers have this first instinct when trials come? I need a break from
3: you, God. Nowhere in the
2: Bible will you find when troubles come,
3: sure, take a break, run away. No, it's always an
2: invitation.
3: Come, come and see, draw near, enter.
2: Jesus sympathizes with us. When darkness veils His lovely face, I rest, I rest on His unchanging
3: grace. Just because
2: this happened to you, you're walking away from Jesus when His blood has saved and secured you forever. If we have this mindset, we're no different from the crowds described
3: in the Gospels. They have not truly understood
2: and believed in the
3: Biblical Jesus. Rather as believers, come on, let us
2: enjoy the unlimited access to the Father through Jesus Christ.
3: And let
2: me end by sharing this passage, Hebrews 10, 19-23, in how we can enjoy. We are to enjoy the unlimited access to the Father. Hebrews Hebrews 10, 19 to 23. Since therefore, brethren, we have confidence to enter the holy place by the blood of Jesus, by a new and living way, which He inaugurated for us through the veil, that is, His flesh. And since we have a great priest over the house of God, let us draw near with a sincere heart In full assurance of faith, with our hearts sprinkled clean from an evil conscience and our bodies washed with pure water. Let us hold fast the confession of our hope without wavering, for he who promised is faithful.
3: (laughs) Dipki I asked the
2: worship team to include the song, The Lord is My Salvation, because it shows that Jesus is no ordinary high priest. And the chorus goes like this Who is like the Lord our God, strong to save, faithful in love? My debt is paid and the victory won. The Lord is my salvation.
3: A Again, our
2: main idea. Jesus
3: is our great high
2: priest not only because he intercedes for us and gives direct access to God through his death, but he is also the once and for all time sacrifice for the full atonement of sins, guaranteeing our salvation.
3: May
2: God bless you through the preaching of his word.
1: God, to the Father, to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. Thank you for this very important reminder that we have heard this morning. We have a high priest. Let us draw near to him. Each day when we fall into sin, when we fall short of meeting God's standard, when every day we continue in our anger, in our bitterness, in our selfishness, when we seek only our own interests, we need to be forgiven. We need to come before our great high priest. And it is as uh, Pastor Danny and Brother Darius had mentioned, we find forgiveness each time. For some very important announcement, and continue to pray for each of our uh, announcements, as this prepares us and continue to through these ministries, uh, we can reach more people and encourage more people. We know that the goal of every believer is sanctification. We are being transformed each day into the likeness of Christ. So for some important announcements, let's start off with number one. Our Ministry 301. This is now, uh, we will have our registrations starting today, and the deadline will be on September 17. This uh, 301 is entitled Discovering My Ministry. It will be held on consecutive Sundays starting on September 24. This will be in the morning at 8 30 up to 9.30. This will be uh, under Pastor Milen Rodriguez. She will be handling this class. So the requirements is if you are finished with 101 and 201, you may register to join this class. Please look for Sister Jean or Pastor Milen. Second is our next BISPRO event. So this will be held on September 26, 8 p.m. Uh, this is a husband and wife tandem by Pastor Joseph Bonifacio and spouse, former actress Rica Peralejo, and the topic is about the business of marriage. You know? So let's look at a look. Let's look at the screen and watch the video teaser. So we are inviting all couples, business people, and professionals to join. You can also invite your friends and relatives. As we know, uh, every time our speakers would share about their uh, expertise in the field which the Lord has placed them, they they are also encouraged to share their testimonies of how they came to know our Lord and Savior. So please remember the date. And also, we are inviting our sisters in Christ, ages 40 and above, to our next women's ministry entitled Evangelism 101. The importance of this is knowing how to share the gospel, where uh, yours truly will talk about experience on how to boldly share God's love and message of salvation. It's very important that as we know God, we grow in our faith, but that should we should not be simply where everything ends with us. We should become then an outlet of the Lord. Now we should be able to share the gospel. So please take note. This will be on September twenty-seven. That is a Wednesday at the second floor function room. This will be two at two p.m. Snacks and coffee will be provided. Those who wish to attend please register with Sister Pinky Ong Chan up till September 24. And also, again, please save the date on October 8th. We will be celebrating our 23rd church anniversary with a Thanksgiving worship. We will start off with a prayer and fasting week starting on October 2, with a culminating prayer gathering on October 6th. And that is on a Friday. For this anniversary, we will also create a testimony wall featuring 23 stories of God's goodness and faithfulness in the lives of NMEC members and attendees. And then immediately after the service, we will have our co-workers and volunteers. And this will be our co-workers retreat. So this will also take place in the afternoon of October 8. Please register uh, with your team leaders until September 24 also. Now, if you wish to give continually to our missions fund, please use the envelope with the label "Missions Fund." That is in front of your pews so that our offertory ushers will know that it is designated for this purpose. We will still be accepting those uh, offerings until today, S- September 10. So as mentioned last week, I would like to remind once again uh, to, our, to everyone to please refrain from bringing food and drinks inside the main sanctuary in order to keep our place of worship clean. And also this reminder, again, for our fur moms and dads to refrain from bringing pets inside the church premises. They can instead, uh, uh, There will be the exception, uh, Pastor Danny, they can watch online services through Zoom or, or, or join our live stream and a Sunday school video. Or they can also watch our Mandarin service by Zoom. Okay. And for those that are parked, that are double parked, please move your vehicle ASAP after the service in consideration of those who might be leaving early. So we have some New Testament and... Tagalog Bible. No, we have both English, uh, English New Testament, and then we also have a Tagalog Bible available outside. So, if anyone is interested, please look for Sister Jing, so uh, and also Pastor Jean. So, Sister Jing and Pastor Jean, they will be outside near the uh, pastor's office. So if you're, we encourage you to give uh, Bible, New Testament Bible, to your friends, to your relatives, as to encourage them to read God's Word. Okay. So and then finally, we would like to welcome our first timers who have joined us this morning for worship. First off, may I request, uh, brother. Thomas Wong, to please stand so we can welcome you. Well, he's at the back, okay, right, and then also, Nicanor Maniaga, okay, hello, and lastly, Nox Kowili, Nox Kowili. Oh, upstairs, yeah. Okay, hello. So we welcome you all for joining us. Are there others, first time, who have joined us in our worship? Okay, so why don't we do this? Let's continue to greet the person to your left and to your right and tell them, God bless you. All right. Okay, let's all stand. (laughs) Happy birthday to me. Also, happy birthday to Pastor Phoebe. Yeah, okay. All right. You know, it is indeed a privilege to uh, be able to enjoy God's favor and be able to stand before my brothers and sisters and give and offer prayers of thanksgiving to God. Can you join me one more time? Let's come before our God. Thank you indeed, Lord, because you are the source of life. And as as your word says, every good and perfect gift is from above. Truly, Lord, you are a God to which there is no shifting shadows. Father, because you never change. Your faithfulness continues. This is why, Lord, your servant and the church as one, we are in one spirit and one heart and one mind declare that you and you alone are God who deserve our praise, honor, and glory both now and forever. Truly, Lord, through the Father who has given us this plan of salvation, through the Lord Jesus Christ who willingly give his life in sacrifice, and it is through the Spirit who calls people to himself so that, Lord, you seal us to the day which you will come back and receive your church to yourself be all praise, glory, dominion, and power, both now and forevermore. Amen. Brothers and sisters, thank you. Thank you for worshiping with us. Continue to glorify God in your lives. God bless.